God, if your life had a face, I would punch it. Yeah. Wait, what? Let me ask you something. Why would always you make the point of saying someone's not a genius? You think I'm especially not a genius? Veronica, why are you pulling my dick? Welcome to another bonus edition of the greatest moments in the history of forever. I'm Zach. I'm Matt. And this is episode number 156, Friday the 13th, part two, audio commentary, Friday bonus number two, (laughs) a special Friday the 13th release. Wow. We do more bonus material than regular episodes, it feels like. Well, things got messed up because the Pulp Fiction thing turned out to be a two-week ordeal. I love when there's like a swerve though, and it just messes up your whole plan. Because I just love when the only you... thing. Well, it messes up the listeners' plan because <laughs> the bonus episodes weren't supposed to be this close together. All of our listeners have all these plans about when our episodes are going to drop. <laughs> Their plan is I don't want to listen to too much of this, right? And we're messing that up yeah, by yeah. continuously delivering more. I just, but I do like the the hours that you invest in like this roadmap and like where the show is going to go, what episodes we're going to do, and then all of a sudden like. Something happens like this is going to be now a two parter or we watch something and there's like there's no way we can do an episode on this. So and, and you have to like go back to the drawing board. Yes, that's a good segue into the explanation as to what's happening this weekend. <laughs> there will be no other episode this weekend besides this bonus one. Now you're probably thinking why do a bonus one instead of doing a regular one? Well, we don't have a good answer. No, the best answer is. We wanted this episode to come out on Friday the 13th okay, because so that's the whole go. point of doing a Friday the 13th movie. I can get behind that logic. We just started Friday bonus, so we're calling in this Friday bonus number two. Yep. We were going to do a regular episode on Sunday, an episode of the television show Lost. Wow. Matt picked the episode. Yeah. Didn't... didn't uh... I made it about halfway through it like, before no. I texted him and said, there's just no way this is happening. Right. I don't remember anything about the show, even yeah. though I watched every episode. Yeah, it's tough. It, it, I think it would have been tough. In fact, I was like getting annoyed at myself for having watched right. the show before. I was like, this show stinks. Why, be fair, would, why would I have ever watched this? You know, I was just like, well, pick whatever episode you want and we'll do it then. You're just like, no, there is no episode yeah. we can do. The only thing we could have done is the pilot, and I'm getting kind of tired of doing like every pilot of shows. I'm kind of with you. It just feels like a cop-out. I agree. It's always possible that we'll return to Lost. It could happen. Later. It just wasn't the right time. With you, you never know like what's gonna pull you back into something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, a year ago, you were like so out on Game of Thrones, and then all of a sudden, at one point, you're just like, I'm into going through the whole series again. Yes. And now I'm kind of passionate about it again, actually. Yeah. So things can things change. Things happen. I know. I that. just started watching Wings on Hulu. Because we talked about it in the Sideways episode. I was over at um, Lindsay's parents' house on Sunday, and her mom was just, like, on a run of watching Mama's Family. Oh, man, I love Mama's Family. She was like, you ever watch this show, Matt? And I'm like, you know, I've only seen an episode or two, but, man, you know, one of my good friends is just, like, a dedicated fan. Does she have the DVDs? 
I, I don't know. I think she was just watching it on TV. But where where is it airing? I would love <laughs> she to could know. Have, she does have a wild DVD collection, so it's very possible that it was DVDs. But... Yeah, I'd love to know where this is airing still. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we should get into this audio commentary. Right. I don't really understand much about the folklore surrounding the superstition of Friday the 13th, but I guess it predates these movies. I always thought that the movies invented it. That's true. You want to know what? I've never even put any thought into it. But it, it was a thing that existed right. prior to the film. Isn't there something about it? Yeah, I, I guess it's it actually like, something to do with Jesus, I think. Oh, does it? All right. And the well, uh, crucifixion, I, I would believe. Think, aside from like a horror series, I, I also feel like it's just generally associated with just being unlucky. Right, yeah. yeah. There's no specific ties to October or anything like that, which is why we're not doing this as part of The Greatest October. Yeah. I don't really think any of the Friday the 13th movies in their entire history came out in October. Maybe okay. ma- maybe one or two, but I, I know I looked before to see. They're not really associated with Halloween or anything yeah. like that. It's just its own little For me, with like Friday thing. the 13th or like a full moon or whatever, when people are just like, Oh, be careful today. It's uh, Friday the 13th or it's a full moon or like a black cat just walked by. I'm just like, guys, there's a black cloud over my head every day. Okay. <laughs> like, listen, there's no day that's going to make me any more unlucky than I already am. Yeah, that's a solid point. So why pick part two? Well, because part one, I don't necessarily want to spoil it. Well, I mean, I guess we can spoil it. Yeah. So if you don't, if you really don't want to know what happens in part one, then stop listening right now. But essentially, part one has nothing really to do with Jason as the killer. I mean, it's Jason's mother. Jason is just a little boy that drowned. And everything gets turned on its head in part two for no apparent reason. They just decided that Jason is actually an adult and he's alive, <laughs> I guess, or something. And And now we'll make 20 more movies. Yeah, there's actually a little bit of a Halloween 3 idea going on here. Pre-Halloween 3, actually, because this movie came out in 81, okay, the year yeah. before Halloween 3, where I think the original concept of Friday the 13th was to do an anthology, which is what they were trying to turn Halloween into after Halloween yes. 2. But they abandoned that pretty quickly because... No one cared. Yeah, they wanted it to be connected to the first movie and blah, blah, blah. And it just was a lot easier. Okay. And they just threw these things together. All right, so... Yeah, all this is conversation we could probably have while the movie Yes. Playing. I think these are... Are they still available on Amazon Prime? No. I uh, I had to rent this on Prime. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know they were available on Prime and Hulu at one point. They must have pulled them off. Yeah, I, I checked both. And both. I, I did end up having to rent it on all right, Prime. Well, that's but. kind of a bummer for our listeners, then, if they wanted to watch along. Although, I, I doubt anybody has ever watched along... With our commentary, I'm going to say absolutely 100% not, yeah. Yeah, you don't really need to. That's what the thing. That's but the in point. case you want to, if you want to watch a movie this Friday night, That's kind the of this, 13th, with a couple of pals. It's this gimmick we got going where we're doing audio commentaries and we all pretend like someone's going to watch it along. But like really, we want it to be like an episode that stands on its own without right. you having to do that. Well, yeah, that's true. I like there to be the option, though. True. If you want to listen on your headphones at work or in right. your car, or like I said, you don't have anything going on this upcoming Friday the Thirteenth, because obviously we're not recording it on Friday the Thirteenth. That would be insane. Yeah. I then hey, past us, though. here's a little treat for you, the way your old pals uh, at Greatest Moments watching a movie with you. The way you're pumping these out from the editing room, I feel like you could do like a same day turnaround. Yeah. <laughs> 
thankfully with the commentaries i don't really have to do much editing that's true that's another thing the listeners have to deal with is just our Oy. unfiltered bullshit yeah <laughs> that's tough all right but if you are playing along with us we're on the blu-ray menu right now and we'll count it in and we're gonna hit play in three two one play okay so now this is gonna throw people off if they're watching this on streaming right I don't know. It doesn't matter. Okay. We're on the screen that says this motion picture has been rated R. <laughs> You're like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, the Blu-ray probably is going to take an extra second to like, launch into it. We're on the Paramount thing. I just put on the subtitles yeah. for us. <laughs> because the really dialogue in this play. film is super important. Yeah, uh, it, this is interesting. So I did watch this the other day as we you know, discussed a little bit. I, I already find myself being like, I don't remember what happens in this movie like at all. I certainly remember parts of As it. As if the plot is yeah. so intricate. I do like how, and part of this was reminding me of like, is is Scream sort of referencing, or not referencing, but, uh, you know, the opening to Scream, a little bit of a nod to the opening of this movie with what's going on with the character from, uh, so this girl that's in the beginning of this, right? She's from the first one. Yes. Now... The situation here is this actress is Adrian King. She was the star of the first film. She was the sole survivor, the final yeah. girl. Ugh. After the first film, she had to deal with an obsessed fan, like oh, a stalker. No. Yeah. And so when they contacted her about this, she agreed to do this film, but she only wanted to do like a small part. Wow. Because, you know, you'll be stalked less for having... I don't know. She ne- she really didn't act after this okay. for like 30 years. Yeah. I think she just recently started being in stuff again. They like legitimately killed her on screen. So Well, she actually asked to not be killed so that she could possibly come back in future movies. Oh, wow. And like, they were like, yeah, right. I have a stalker situation I have to deal with now, but it, I don't want this to rule me out for consideration for future films. Yes. Uh, I love this green on green ensemble she's got rocking. So this is what I was thinking. I was like, wow, they're doing like the kind of the Rocky series move here where they're like, let's play back a bunch of the footage from the last movie. Yes. To sort of to, to lead us into this. Yeah. And it's interesting, too, because this movie's only an hour and 27 minutes. Yeah. And they're like, well, let's use footage from the first film right like off the bat. Jason's uh, mom is Apollo Creed. And then, you know, Jason is like Mr. T, like the new guy coming in. Now, this was released one year after the original film. However, the thing that you can't really tell, I guess... I mean, I guess maybe if you pay super close attention to some of the dialogue, but I don't think you can tell. This actually picks up five years after the events of the first one. Okay. The timeline in Friday the 13th right. World makes zero sense by the time you get into, like, <laughs> you know, seven, eight, all those ones. You're like, yeah. what is going on? Uh. Jason's mom, definitely intense. Now, I don't even know if I can actually tell that this is the same chick. And not Jason's mom, but, you know, this... Adrian King. Yeah. She definitely does not look quite the same. I mean, okay, you can see... It looks like there has been some years in between, right? (laughs) This this commentary is off the charts so far. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Now... What do you think happened to Jason? He drowned. Yeah, Except but he didn't. <laughs> how, what, but it's like he drowned and like it somehow deformed his head? No, no, no. I think he... 
<laughs> I think it was like a special needs okay. situation. Yeah. And I, I always thought it was kind of a raw deal that Mrs. Voorhees blamed the the counselors that showed up, you know, right afterwards that weren't the same ones that let her son die. Yeah. This is quite a dream. Although this is something that we would see in like the I Know What You Did Last Summer movies where it's just like that moment where you see all the bodies, you know? Yeah. So some of our classic horror uh, moments that we're used to. I didn't remember this being such a sprawling fight. This is like Dalton and Jimmy and Roadhouse fighting <laughs> on the beach here, you know? Yeah. Mrs. Voorhees is like, I used to <laughs> fuck guys like you in prison. <laughs> She just rips Mrs. Voorhees' heart out. Yeah, I think Betsy Palmer was kind of a a somewhat known actress from TV. Okay. She hadn't done movies for a while. She played Jason's mother in the first one. She was actually I had some appearances on Mama's Family, I think. No. No. And. Oh, here we go. A little slow-mo attack here. She agreed to do this movie thinking that no <laughs> one would ever see it, and it became this cult classic, and then wow. she ends up appearing briefly in this one as kind well. Kind of a weird like acting motivation. Like, I will do this movie because I think no one will see it. Well, she hadn't been offered a movie in a long time. Now, the, this movie, the runtime of this movie is, what, 87 minutes or something? Yeah. And it's like, you know, 27 minutes of it were just playing back from the first movie. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the opening scene here, it's a nearly 15-minute pre-credit right. scene, which takes up a huge chunk of the film. Yeah, so when we're, they, we're re-seeing the shocking ending yeah. of the first one right now. Which where, is, you know, a, a great horror movie moment for sure. Jason popping out of the water after not really being a character. Yeah, it's it's a, a great ending. It's actually what makes the film. Yeah. Without it, that ending, this there would not have been right. It's all these sequels. launched a, a franchise and turned this into this whole other thing. Well, because originally the moment. anthology idea was going to happen, but due to the popularity of that surprise ending in the first yeah. film, the filmmakers instead decided to focus on Camp Crystal Lake and all of that mythology, which they just seemingly came up with on the fly. All these movies seem like by the seat of their pants. Right. There's no logic <laughs> to it. We had like a 60-page script... <laughs> We the look of from there. Jason ultimately would start evolving from picture to picture. In this sure. first one, he's oh, got yeah. the potato sack look, which is straight out of the town that dreaded sundown. Right. It looks almost I, exactly oh, like that. See, that's the thing. I didn't realize that no hockey mask Jason. No, he doesn't grab that mask till the third one. Yeah, and that's exactly what I was thinking when I was watching this, and I was hoping to make that reference, but you beat me to it. It does have that... Yeah, it is the look from that. This uh, outfit is actually kind of crazy. Uh, that's what I was saying. Not the Way well, yeah, the yeah, the color. I mean, whatever. But I mean, what is going on These, with like, this? Uh, flannel overalls. Yeah. Yeah, that is. Uh, I could see why someone would be obsessed with her. I mean, she's kind of cute. Oh sure. <laughs> and you could get behind some sort of you know stalking type behavior. Sure. <laughs> Who couldn't? Especially in the '80s. I mean, it seemed probably a lot less. But, harmful back you know, then <laughs> you see jason the boy who lived and it's like he really uh you know uh he he aged well i mean it's like he really kind of grew into his body i mean <laughs> i guess yeah, yeah. I, well I mean? again i don't really know what the time frame is right it seems like 
he's a full blown adult now. I don't know how much time is supposed to have passed since he drowned originally. Well, can you even fucking explain like what even is supposed to be happening with no. Jason? He's dead. He drowned, and then he's popping out of the water, and then the cops aren't finding him. It's like, is he real? <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? I, and who is this adult version of him? I don't know. That's never really. At least we know. Like Freddy Krueger is like this fucking dead dude that like lives in your dreams. I mean, yeah, there's actually like a Jason pretty like he's a human, well established backstory to the whole Nightmare on Elm Street Freddy Krueger mythology, which is what makes the first Nightmare on Elm Street a legitimate horror classic. True. And there are no classics in the Friday the Thirteenth right catalog. Other than uh, yeah, I think the first one kind of is. It maybe no. it's not great. No, uh, it it's has, not a. It's not like a nightmare on okay, Elm Street's yeah, classic. All right. I, but that ending is pretty famous. <laughs> yeah, because of thirty seconds. Right, it's a classic. <laughs> I mean, it's really you know, I actually, not even that good of a slasher movie, except for the the surprise ending. That's yeah, what some the whole of the, deal. Some of the actual kills in it are just really uh, shitty too. So, you know, here we are. She's, you know, taking her clothes off. Yeah, we, you don't uh, see okay, anything, so though. it's just a rope. All right, <laughs> you know they couldn't even fit that in here. So this movie was directed by Steve Miner, who was like one of the producers on the first film, because I think the original director, uh, Cunningham, I think his name was, and then one of the other producers, they basically left the project because oh, yeah. they were like. What the fuck are you talking about? Now Jason's going to be an adult killer. I will say. A lot of people involved were like, this I, is stupid. We're not doing this. Yeah. And left. And Miner went on to direct a couple of things that you would know. Halloween okay. H2O. Oh, all right. Would probably be his best and most well-known movie. Yeah. Lake Placid. Oh, all right. Okay, I'm good with that. I saw that in the at the uh, drive-in. Warlock. Oh, no. House. House. Uh, I may have seen that at some point. Yeah, not the TV show, but the horror no. movie. <laughs> yeah, I figured that. He also did part three of Friday the 13th. And then my favorite was My Father the Hero. Oh, nice. Which we referenced. Yes, in the wow. How about Wish that? Upon a Star. Steve Miner. He's just hey. been around forever directing a lot of garbage. But yeah. occasionally he gets he cut breaks through with like H2O, which is like a pretty big movie. I do actually really enjoy the camera work through this sequence, just sort of like following her through the house. They kind of do like the psycho like fake out with the shower thing. And yeah, they- I guess if you were like really a big fan of the first film, and so you're super invested in this character, then yeah, this is probably pretty tense. I guess I think that it goes on insanely it, long. It, it, right for something that really factors into the rest of the movie, in no way. It reminds me of the beginning of Hostel Part Two. Oh sure, yeah. Where what's his face survived Hostel One? Yeah, that's a reference. But uh, Jay Hernandez is right, yeah. and then the beginning of Hostel Part Two picks up with him like as a survivor, and then he just is like killed. killed immediately, and then it launches into like you know what the rest of the movie yeah. is actually about, which is a huge disappointment compared to Part One. Right, by the way. <laughs> um, but this is almost like you know that long sprawling shot that at a. Uh, in the De Palma movie we did, Dress to Kill, you know, just this long, <laughs> not quite yeah. as classic. This is going to be a cat jumping in through the window, right? I, uh, so. I, I am thinking, because they do like a few fake outs in yeah. this sequence. There's a cat. A lot of cat material in horror movies. Cats always jumping out of 
everywhere. Yeah, cats are kind of weird creatures, though, I will say. Yeah, I know, but yeah, not that I've been around a ton of cats because I'm allergic, but <laughs> right. I don't really remember them just jumping in through windows all the time. And as much as they do in horror movies, <laughs> they're always jumping off shelves oh, onto people's yeah. heads or whatever. Right. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. So that's Jason's mom's head. Oh. Right. And some sort of a screwdriver or something right through the temple. Yeah, so our our heroine from the first movie now sort of out the game, you know? Yeah. No longer a factor. So we have a much bigger body than the kid who jumped out of the water, certainly. Right, looks like he's been to Kmart to pick up some jeans and boots. Yeah, I was almost thinking, like, you know, this is like Zach Morris from the Miss Bliss years to, like, those last couple of years where he was like buff Zach Morris, you know, <laughs> yeah, like that's the type of that is exactly what it's like. that Jason has gone through <laughs> between movie one and movie two. So now we finally reached the opening credits of the film. Yeah. I feel like this would be a good time to point out our Twitter handle. Yeah, I think so. At greatest pod. We certainly can't spend a lot of time talking about the names that are in this credit no, sequence. Who, who even knows who these people oh, are? Oh, this is horrible. I noticed that Amy Steele, who's the star, I guess, she's the top build, her IMDb picture is her holding the pitchfork from this movie. Oh, no. That is <laughs> I do uh, like her, though. Tough. She's definitely cute. Yeah, I think so. They always get... I will say this. I watched every Friday the 13th movie in preparation wow. for picking one of these. Holy shit. Now, this was a couple of months ago. That I said, is dedication. I did all of that, and then yeah. I just settled on two, so I watched okay. a lot after this. Wow. Unnecessarily, but... They usually got very attractive girls. Yes. A lot of them are naked There is some it. good nudity in this one, if I remember correctly, from my first. Sure, viewing. yeah. I, mean, I, w- I definitely was going to pick one that had nudity. It wasn't sure. going to be insane. We might as well make it worth our time. The first one doesn't really. Right. The first one, I think, starts off decent, actually. I kind of like the feel to it. It kind of has that 70s horror movie Kevin feel. Kevin Bacon's in it. Right. But as we get, as you get into the actual story, it just starts to stink. And, like, the effects are terrible. And then that fight at the end right. is not that suspenseful once you find out it's, like, an old woman yeah, that's yeah. been killing everyone. It kind of... It's an interesting twist because you don't usually see reveal. that. But, yeah. You know. All right, this, so... What was the budget for this? Do you know? I mean, it, it looks certainly... Like they put more money into this than the first one. The budget was one point two five million. Okay, it made, so pretty uh, low. Twenty one point seven at the U.S. box office. See, this I can get behind though. I do like the look of this little town. Sure. Now, is this the girl? Is that Genesee beer sign. Is this Sandra? I believe it is the character Sandra. Now, uh, this young lady here, Marta Kober, her and this guy, wow. they um. They have a sex scene later, and originally she did, like, full frontal nudity, and then it was discovered by Paramount that she was underage. Oh, my gosh. And that footage was deleted. Wow. (laughs) No one figured that out during casting. Yeah, this is Sandra. Well, I mean, look at her. I mean, she doesn't look underage to me. Yeah, I just feel like there's certain, like, you know. Yeah, I know. It was a lot more fly-by-night. This is a Paramount (laughs) Pictures production. Oh, I know. This isn't, like, some... They were like, what sort of due diligence did you do before Here you... comes you walking up to talk to me. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Just this old creep. <laughs> this is the guy that's like, you're all doomed. He is a character that's actually been done to death in so many versions of slasher movies and 
haunted camp movies and and cabin in the woods type movies the guy that warns the kids yeah. and i don't know if this is the first one where they have that guy that character or did he did they have a Hard character like say. that in the first one i don't, I don't remember know. yeah i mean dude it's been a long time for me since i've watched the first one. Oh, this guy's get having his t- uh truck towed here yeah it doesn't feel like a truck would ever be towed in this town no. Unless they're, like, pulling it out of a ditch because someone crashed into it while they were drunk. You know what I mean? It's just, like, who cares? <laughs> yeah, I know. Park wherever the fuck you want, you know? I'm not really sure what the scenario was there. Right. And, I mean, the nearest, like, towing yard or wherever they take this stuff is, like, two counties isn't, over. Well, isn't this, like, a joke or no? I can't remember. I mean, like I said, I watched, oh, yeah. Oh, it is. Man, this guy. And how bad does this guy stink? Yeah. I mean, look at this guy is just like a uh, dope. And I mean, wow. That's the thing, though. It's just like you almost envy how bored these people could be that they're getting enjoyment out of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I envy their boredom. <laughs> <laughs> I love this, though. Man, this is the stuff that's just like not in movies now. Like these sort of just like pointless backcountry road shots of somebody like driving down now it's just like this would be an entire like this would all be on a green screen now you how did they I mean? even set this up i don't even know who was the guy that towed the truck i don't even understand what happened so my entire memory of this movie was basically like the flashback to the first one and then that opening sequence where jason uh kills that chick we are now in uncharted territory for me even though i did watch this recently so I think the the basic premise is this is five years after the the massacre at Camp Crystal Lake, and now this is like the next camp down the road, oh, okay. which is a recurring theme in these so movies. The, There's I, always like a camp next door. I see. I, like this whole time watching it, I was like, oh, okay, so this is like the return to Crystal Lake. So this is this is like Crystal Lake adjacent. Right. Wow. Because I think they they were like, well, they just wouldn't go back to that place. It's if, true. It's a good point. Because don't I think it might be this movie or it might be one of the other ones that I'm confusing it with. But I do think that some of the campers wander over there at one point, or maybe that's a different one. Okay. I don't know. Could be. So I mean, is this a point of view shot that we're getting right here? Like, is there an actual Jason? character in the woods looking at her right now? Yeah, is it Jason? Well, isn't that... Well, see, I think she's picking up a Crystal Lake sign here yeah. on the side of the road or something. Oh, that's right. Don't you see, like, the body run across... Like, the body. Don't you see, like, somebody run across the road or something after they... Does he live in, like, a shed in the woods or yeah. something? Yeah. It's all coming back to me now. So, yeah. Well, the whole idea here, going from one to two, was this counterintuitive narrative that they came up with, which was... Jason was a boy that drowned. His mother seeks revenge on camp counselors. Yeah, the ending is kind of a dream, but it's a it's a jump scare. It's a shocking twist scare, but whatever. It that that wasn't supposed to mean anything. Right, the ending is a dream, but like you know, the dream became reality when he killed her five years later. Well, yeah. So then they abandoned the anthology thing because of the popular ending. And so what do you do? Well, we beheaded Mrs. Voorhees. Plus, it really wouldn't be that great to keep using Mrs. Voorhees. That's not that scary. (laughs) So they're just like, well, let's just make Jason... Just this annoying old woman. This undead zombie guy that just kills kids that go to... Like, 
yeah. the counselors at a camp. So here's something I was thinking while I was watching it. How fucking old are these counselors? Yeah, well, I, I mean, in reality, I think, you know, they're probably supposed to be like 18 to 20. I mean, yeah, a lot of, of these them pushing 30, I'm thinking. Yeah, a lot of them look like they're in their 20s, although we know that the one girl is right. underage. Okay, yeah. Good lord. Yeah. <laughs> now, I do like this girl wearing the just insane shorts. She would fit in with like today's style. Yeah, that's kind of going on now where it's just like all that sudden, guy looks familiar, the one that just shot her with the slingshot. It's just like, I won't buy a pair of shorts unless, like, my ass cheeks are, like, mostly on display. You, you know? won't do that. Right, exactly. That's what I say. <laughs> I thought that said Pancake Lodge. <laughs> yeah. So, these are all the counselors, right? I guess. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I, so, I, I remember, like, a few few shots yeah he does look to me i remember like a few shots around town uh I, I mostly remember them drinking at the local bar that that was the part that jumped yeah. out to me is like okay i can relate i see what's going on with these characters this guy to me looks like he's 35 well since this movie is so short you kind of almost forget how quickly it just jumps into it yeah. and then it's over it's there's not really a lot of events it just what one or two nights worth, and then it's done. Right. I don't even know if it's yeah. two. It might be just be one. Like, how much footage can we get from that first movie? Then Here we comes just Amy like Steele. Sixty minutes in her little uh, convertible Volkswagen Bug. Yeah, just a stone cold fox. Yeah, she really didn't. If the rest of my staff ever shows up, it's like, how many cabins do they have here? This doesn't look like a huge campground. I mean, they've got like twenty counselors right there. Good yeah, Lord. she would. She looks like every girl I ever dated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every girl I ever wanted to date. Right. <laughs> she was born in 1960, so she would have been like 20, 21 at the time. Wow. You know what's like really disturbing right about now? this? Yeah. Well, listen. There's been some sad stories. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what's really disturbing about this movie? Right. It came out. <laughs> came out in 1981. It came out closer to world war ii than it to today wow what a reference <laughs> it was 38 years f from today is when it came out okay and it was 36 years after world war ii ended when it <laughs> what made you decide to use that as the because everybody's talking like oh the new thing now is to be like nirvana's nevermind was released closer ah. to the moon landing than it was to today and those are like the two the three most significant moments in a, in history Friday World the Thirteenth Part Two, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the moon landing, and so when I saw that, I was like, "Well, obviously yeah. this came out way closer to the moon landing. That wouldn't even be that shocking." Right. But I thought it would be funny that. if it was World War Two, and I was like, "Holy shit, <laughs> <laughs> this movie is closer to World War Two than to today." Yeah, that is nuts. And yet it doesn't. I mean, it feels old. It feels like a yeah. '70s style because I mean, this is so early '80s. But I certainly relate to the time frame of this movie more than whatever the hell's going on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is like this feels like potentially more out of my life. God, this chick is just a dream, though, for me. Yeah, she is. Do you think anyone will listen to this commentary? <laughs> I hope not, because I'm really gonna let my freak flag fly. <laughs> I shouldn't have said anything about that girl being underage, and then you <laughs> try to get you to say stuff about her. Uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, I don't. Well, and then at the end, told you. <laughs> I mean, she's not like this blonde chick though. It's just like an undeniable, 
like goddess angel you know what i mean it's just like i love that this blonde chick is just like okay you know i mean she looks How dare you say she's okay <laughs> she was in april fool's day a uh, five years after this that was wow. a pretty well-known slasher film from five the years 80s. off of acting in between i don't know no she was on guiding light I mean, she oh, basically yeah. worked up until 2003, and then she was in something in 2014. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not like she was in a lot of... So that guy going over the, the rules for camp, just like the last one was, and keep clean during your menstrual cycles, <laughs> causing two of the girls to look at each other. That's sort of an insane thing to just have in a movie. <laughs> it attracts bears. Yeah, I know. I mean, Isn't I, that, I, mean I don't I think it's ever joke, really but, been proven, yeah, but right. people love to say stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Imagine being a, a camp counselor at a place like this during the um, Me Too era. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, this is a multiple night situation because this is the first night where he t- they tell talk about Jason. They have yeah. to warn all of these people right yeah his body was never recovered after from the lake this whole thing basically the idea that they're putting out there is that he didn't actually drown he somehow survived and has been living out in the woods but you know that is completely against everything that was established in the first film right although it turns out to be true (laughs) well it's a movie it's not true (laughs) they could just say whatever they want (laughs) yeah no it's a fact actually (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Up until shortly before they started filming the first film, they were referring to the character as Josh. Oh, Don't really oh. think it would have s- stuck. You no. need that two-syllable name. I think you're right about Freddie, that. Freddie. Michael. Myers. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't have... <laughs> Myers. You know, I'm just it. saying, you yeah. can't have Josh. It's like That doesn't sound like right. anything. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't think it would have taken off. Uh, I do like... So where is this taking place? Is this in California? Well, they filmed these movies in, New, or at least the first two in New Jersey. Oh, you Jersey. want to know what they showed in New Jersey license plate? So, all right, because I was trying to figure out. It's like, what is this camp area where it's like that's requiring like a button-down shirt with a sweater over it? I mean, this is summer camp, right? Yeah. Although there's no kids around. This is like the pre-council. <laughs> yeah, this is before. This, right. they, these movies usually take place before the kids arrive. Well, that's the thing. It's like, you know, Wet Hot American Summer or whatever. It's like, you know, Although I do think that at least one of them. I mean, she does kids. look pretty young there. That That's that girl, right? Yeah. Always on the prowl for intruders. Waiting to kill. I mean, that guy looks 35 to me. Uh, am I off here? How old was this dude? Um, I'm not really sure which character he was. <laughs> That's a good point. I don't know either. It's hard. Like a lot of the the people in this movie, their IMDb pictures are from this movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So there wasn't. So it, a whole and there will be like an action was, shot or something. So it's kind of yeah. hard to tell. Okay. Yeah. This guy, he was born in 1951. So yeah, he was like 29, 30 wow. yeah. ish. And I also time. think like the age reported was fake. Like. You know what I mean? He had to change his records a little bit. He was working up until 2013, it looked like. He was in that wow. HBO show Enlightened with okay, yeah. uh, What's-Her-Face, Laura Dern. Yes. Yeah, he just suddenly looks like he stopped in 2013, but it looks like he'd been working pretty consistently. So this goofy dude seems familiar to me, but I don't know 
what from. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> I think he might just more remind me of, like, people from life, you know, just, like, insufferable people that you can't stand to be around. I think this chick here in the white sweater is pretty cute, too, yeah, who, I think so. who's really into the wheelchair right. guy. Um. So this is, like, a pretty nice cabin. It does not look like a camp counselor cabin to me. No, it looks like... This looks like a nice vacation. Yeah, a family's cabin woods, yeah. out in the woods or something, or at a lake. Right. Crystal Lake. Yes. <laughs> this is Pakanak Lake or something. <laughs> no, it's still Crystal Lake. Oh, is it? That sign on the back said, like, Pakanak Lake region or something. Oh, there's more than one lake? <laughs> I don't understand this region. No, maybe. Okay, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. I thought it was like just a different camp, like further down the same lake or something. But I, I don't know. I really don't understand anything about these movies, to be honest. Yeah, it's hard to put it together. These movies were just designed to be cheap, get them into theaters, get kills on screen, and get teenagers to spend money on them. And yeah, yeah you're like, oh, this movie only made twenty one point seven. That's nothing compared to like what it Chapter Two just made at the box office. It's like, well, this movie cost a million dollars. That's twenty times your budget. Yeah. Plus huge vhs rentals and sales for movies like this these were just cash cows good investment get them out as fast as possible right who cares what the story is i liked when you were explaining that to me the other day uh after we saw it chapter two how you were talking about um how or maybe it was before even like from like what these two movies are gonna make it chapter one chapter two like stood standing that up against like all the other horror franchises yeah it's the high it'll be the highest grossing horror franchise with, with just two movies right even though there's like 20 halloween movies yeah there's even more friday the 13th probably yeah, yeah. that is pretty nuts we you could add up probably all the friday the 13th and not even do like half of what it chapter one made i mean these movies don't make like a lot of money but oh. they don't cost anything to make, though. By the way, oh, uh, I have something <laughs> to report, but we're right in the middle of an important scene, I feel like. No, go ahead. Uh, so I uh, got Audible and got the uh, It audiobook. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I'm taking you up on one of the recommendations. Right. We're not going to do any recommendations at the end of this, no. by the way. And I'm happy that, like we're having like a little break between recording again because it was like, I was like struggling obviously to come up with recommendations when we were recording like every three days and I'm like not watching anything in between. Yeah. So it's nice to let it breathe a little bit. So wait, does she show a little something in this movie or not? No. Wow. That's a disappointment. Well, you got to follow the rules that this movie or that this oh, franchise basically yeah. established. I mean, this is actually the most criticized franchise for setting up the idea that, you know, sex is bad. Yeah. Sex equals death. Right. Drugs equals death. That kind of like ridiculous slasher morality. That's certainly because in me now. Of the first movie. Yeah. Because of the shit that Mrs. Voorhees says about them making love. Right. <laughs> making love instead of helping my boy <laughs> or whatever <laughs> now this is the the creepy guy that w tried to warn them this is not jason i think yeah and he's about to get killed i think but how scary is it that he's just sort of like creeping around sometimes it's just like the idea wouldn't you though yeah 
No, I, I would be. You live so in that scared. shitty town. You're like, all right, I'm gonna go check out I, these kids I, I and what they're yeah, doing. I, I freak myself out like way too easily. Like the idea of me like walking around on like some campground like by myself in the woods at night. You also have to remember Wait. though, this is the first time post Mrs. Voorhees, the audience in the theater doesn't know who like what the story is. As far as they know, Neither this this we. guy could yeah. be the killer. We've watched this movie and we don't know. No, what no, the story we know is. that there's a yeah, Jason, and yeah, okay, so this guy's getting killed right now. Right. But you know what I mean? They don't know like that everything's being changed. I, I mean, that guy just talked at the campfire about yeah. the possibility of Jason being alive. But I mean, not a lot of fight in that guy, by the way. Yeah, he's, being strangled. He's, he's been waiting like, for death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was basically the town wino. Right. Imagine being the the drunk in a town like that where there's yeah, like 11 tough. people that live there <laughs> oh wow oh wow i don't know yeah. if i like that joke yeah I don't so either. jenny m- must be right having her time there and that yeah. guy was being wow. a dick about it i guess a lot of menstrual <laughs> humor comedy going in this on movie. yeah <laughs> and i don't what's going on here everyone's got to get in shape to be counselors or what why <laughs> i mean I, group running yeah well, this play, this camp. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm trying not to be like a dick about it, but Please. this camp does not seem wheelchair accessible. I'm not so thinking, the fact that that yeah. guy is just rolling around in the woods, like on rocks, and that's kind of wild. That's tough. Yeah, you're not thinking that there's a lot of ramps. No, the, yeah. not in 1981 <laughs> right. in a camp like this. Um, let's be honest. You're okay. So you're like 20 years old, maybe. You're like this is like some sort of a college program to be a counselor at a camp and it's like just a bunch of young people not there's maybe like you said maybe one guy who's like 30 who's running the show don't you think this is just like fuck city i mean isn't this just what this is set up for i'm sure for some people it is for me i'd just be like (laughs) i gotta get out of here this is there's too much pressure right i don't know (laughs) there's too many cute girls around i can't handle it (laughs) You'd be Jason drowning in the lake. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, no. Does this dog get it? I feel like we watch too many movies where the dog is killed. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, that was yeah an odd transition there. Right. I love her just rocking a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the shittiest chainsaw yeah. ever. Cutting, like, a the thinnest, like, tree. Yeah. It is. I. I don't know. It, it is hard to figure out why they're showing up to camp so early. Well, they got to learn. Where do the kids? Where stay, the things are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, muffin. That is a good. Is that her thing. name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think of this girl? Was this the girl wearing the Mickey Mouse shirt, or is was that someone else? What do you mean the Mickey Mouse shirt? Yeah, wasn't there was a girl wearing like a white shirt with Mickey Mouse on it? She had the tiny jean shorts. Okay, the one that got the the slingshot shot in her butt. Okay, (laughs) that was her. Gotcha. So, uh, do you think so? Jason's just strangling people and stashing them away somewhere. Then I don't know what he's doing with the bodies. They haven't really identified like. This is like sort of like pre machete era for for Jason, right? Yeah, he doesn't have like one weapon. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty nuts. <laughs> Whoa. 
Yeah, I, it does seem like it would be horrible to have a, a wheelchair here, though. That it's like they're wheeling him down to the beach. <laughs> Who's gonna push him back up that hill? <laughs> right. Yeah, that does seem. So like this girl here, she wants to go to Crystal Lake. She's trying to drag her boyfriend, who obviously doesn't want to go because he's smart. Yeah, he's like, why? Why the hell would you want to go back there? Yeah, he's. We all know what happened. Kind of a pussy. Yeah, an old woman was decapitated. Why do you want to go there? His underage girlfriend is demanding right. that they go to Camp Crystal Lake. Oh, boy. So this movie was nearly X-rated for violence. They ended up having to cut 48 seconds out of it. It's actually oh, really? uh, these two, their death scene. That it was going to be you know, X-rated for a lot worse than that. <laughs> Well, th- yeah, th- they, that would have ended with a lot of people in jail. <laughs> yeah, they ended up having to cut out something more significant than that. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, from like the version that they. Yeah, I gotcha. They sent over to right. the MPA. So our heroine here, looking good in this little two piece. Yeah, she's like the great. She's like a great final girl because she's super cute and great in a lot of ways, but she's also like <laughs> funny and. Yeah. You know, kind of like a guy's girl. She's like giving people shit, and That's she's right. like fast and athletic, and yeah, you know, she's just like a badass. Lightning quick wit, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it it just seems like a bad idea. I, I mean, but again, when you're looking at the lay of the land for the campground, it's like, how many kids can even come here? I, I'm not seeing. This is not. Yeah, like I know. A, you don't really see like the typical cabins for the kids like, or what they would even be doing because it's mostly woods. Wasiata. You know what I mean? This ain't bug juice. Yeah, Wasiata is definitely like a lot of cleared space with right. like activities and like yeah. a baseball diamond. And, you know, there's this is like trees everywhere. I don't know where the kids are supposed to actually be. Yeah. Although, <laughs> there are no kids. Right. We've seen no evidence that kids are actually going to show up to this thing. No. This is just like. Uh, sleepaway camp for 25 to 30 year olds <laughs> which is a dream i've i've yeah. pitched that as an idea to you before <laughs> right wouldn't it be great if they made a, a bug juice for people our age yeah <laughs> how many marriages would just end in divorce immediately i mean right. if you could just like relive stuff like your camp days or whatever i yeah. mean they should have it where like yeah, like the camp is for like thirty-five-year-olds, so that like you and I could both go, but like the counselors are like twenty, you know. <laughs> They're like organizing like events for us and everything. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. So they got busted. These two, they went over there. I love how the the local sheriff guy. Lit, I, he's wearing like kind of normal pants now, though he's not wearing like normal police clothes because they don't match his pants are blue and his shirt is like gray but i know later in the movie this cop is wearing jeans yeah i know it i just remember that how hard do you think this cop's job is i mean i understand that there. his whole job is basically to keep people from going around to camp crystal yeah stay away from there we know there's a deranged killer (laughs) we don't want to deal with it things have been quiet for five years he just said roughly in that area So. so yeah okay he did reference the five years right I wonder why they were like, we need to make this five years later. I guess to make it believable that people would even come back to the area. Yeah. I Man, don't I don't know. I guess I was thinking about like... No um, punishment. Like, what does he want them to do? <laughs> <laughs> Senior counselor. No uh, seconds on dessert. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I, I was thinking about this just a second ago because, you know, we were talking about like this uh, 
camp for like adults or whatever and like activities and i was thinking to myself oh you know like they'd plan like uh, a karaoke night for us all so (laughs) that made me think i was on the you know on the road for work the other day i was in like a trashy suburb of orlando and i just like went to the bar by my hotel it was like some sports bar but you could like smoke in there of course it's just like all like trashy floridians like in their like (laughs) 40s and 50s like doing karaoke oh man it sounds like a dream holy shit man this woman did landslide by fleetwood mac and i was like tearing up it was so good (laughs) i was like i told the bartender i was like this is the best fucking karaoke bar i've ever been to (laughs) there's like karaoke bars in like new york city which is like like basically like people who are like the cast of glee are like (laughs) singing at every night trying to get this guy's pants but i was just like man these like trashy floridians can rock fucking karaoke yeah, this is nuts. So the cop now is running through the woods in like these baggy ass jeans. They look like carpenter jeans or something. <laughs> yeah. His shirt is like kind of untucked. I mean, I don't even know what he's doing right now. Is he chasing somebody? Yeah, what inspired this? My Or no, uh, maybe those are Jason's jeans. I can't really tell what's happening. Right. <laughs> I'm getting this all confused. Jason seems like he needs a belt. <laughs> Why would it... I don't So know. we saw somebody like I th- what I can only assume was Jason like crossed the street. So did he see a body run across the street and he got out of his car and started chasing? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we need to pay attention. He's to like, who's this guy? He's wandering around through the woods. He must be. This <laughs> Just is so out of breath. Yeah. The sheriff is really struggling here. Yeah. He's r- running on foot. He's kind of lost sight of Jason, well, yeah, which a, is kind know, of a risk now to a, be a sip or two of cognac after that donut this morning. <laughs> I think he finds the shed, right? Yeah, there yeah. it is. <laughs> is that where you live? <laughs> Just like this, this guy's mustache, the great. falling apart piece of garbage. So, is this place supposed to be this like shed supposed to be from the first one? Or I don't remember the, the shed residence. being. Yeah. Well, he wasn't an adult, so True. he didn't live in the yeah, woods. Yeah, but I didn't know if we went to Mrs. Voorhees's house or anything. <laughs> this wasn't her house. Yeah. For all we knew from the first movie, she was a normal woman with a special needs son that had died, and so she went insane and killed That's people. That's true. All of this extra stuff that you're bringing into it is just stuff from the later on movies that right. you're trying to like cram into that idea. Okay. That wasn't really any a part of it. I'm with you. You're right. Once again. So the actors in this movie stayed in the cabins on set. Wow. So Method making acting, this movie that. was probably like, yeah, a they fuck fest. Refused to be um, called by anything but their character names during that time. <laughs> yeah, they were really into it. Yeah, <laughs> I want to get into the real Ginny. Right. <laughs> so what's going on here? Is Jason like outside of this thing and fucking with him or what? Oh yeah, he's definitely gonna kill this dude. Oh yeah. No chance, but like, you know. Because now he knows that Jason is there. Yeah. I mean, he can't make it out of here. But I mean, if if Jason kills a cop, it's like, we're going to have the whole force of this town coming down on him. Oh. Oh, yeah. Hammer to the back of wow. the head. That's a tough way to go. So it's Packenack Lodge. So I don't know. We might need to figure out what the whole lay of all of the, the lakes is in the area. This outfit is fucking insane. A green turtleneck underneath, like, a brown button-up. Are you seeing this? That is a wild look. Yeah, he's dressed for Christmas. That's like Zach Schoendorf-esque. What? <laughs> well, this guy's wearing rainbow suspenders. <laughs> yeah. 
This girl just the tiniest shirt that's been cut. Wow, that is a nuts. Absolutely no. Yeah, not bra. even a hint of a bra. Now I'm getting nervous though. Like I, 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 I don't even like want to comment on like what's going on with any of the women in this film because it's just like <laughs> no, there was just who one knows underage girl. Okay. <laughs> and I mean, it definitely was hard to tell in some of these scenes that she's underage. I'll just say that. Uh, the counterintuitive plot of part two shocked most people associated with the series. Betsy Palmer, who played Mrs. Voorhees, Tom Savini, who did the oh, makeup yeah. on the first all film, right. and Sean Cunningham, the director of the first film, all have made public remarks about how stupid it was that Jason <laughs> was alive the whole time. <laughs> and if he was, then why didn't he just tell Pam Voorhees that he was alive? It is a good point. Which it would have avoided all of the murders in part one. Unnecessary killing. So this is like, <laughs> you know, everyone's going into town. Hey, Beth, are you going into town? <laughs> They're all just shooting heroin. That's right. Yeah, a bunch of them go to that bar, and most of the ones that stay are losers. Don't make it. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, we're good. We don't want to have fun. I love this bar though. Once they go to it, it, it definitely. Speaking of like Roadhouse references, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's that type of cool place. Cool shot of the moon. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, drunk driving, not really an issue in this town. Nah. It's just well, like, the, the only cop was just killed. That's right. Just drive it's through It's open a field season. And... Okay, here we go. So Finally. is this a, one of our, you know, famous skinny dip scenes? Oh, yeah. Okay. Something that um I, I feel like has kind of fallen out of the mainstream a little bit skinny dipping <laughs> you know you mean just doing it in everyday life yeah I, I i mean it's i so so much so now that i feel like if you put it in a movie you'd be like what the fuck no one does that maybe i'm just out of touch <laughs> yeah i don't know nowadays i guess you like, barely get like any nudity in, in anything especially female nudity i guess because of but i think uh, the me too stuff really and just no- yeah, like, it's really just a a shame. The idea of like <laughs> it's really a shame not having have like nudity. a desolate moment away from people where you're not surrounded by people like whipping out their cell phones. I mean, you know. What <laughs> oh I mean? yeah, that's true. Right, like it's just like I just feel like if some promiscuous twenty two year old camp counselor wanted to sneak down to the lake and get in a you know a few laps in the nude out in the lake, it's just like she'd be constantly. Yeah, you can't like, do it with fear. the phones now. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, she's okay. There's actually a couple of skinny dipping scenes throughout the franchise. Yeah. There's one where it's a bunch of people, and it's men and women, and it's, like, during the day. How about that? Yeah. Day skinny dipping. All right. Yeah, that's... I'm a big fan of tan lines. Okay. I'll just say that during this scene. All right. So she's just wading out into the water completely nude. Yeah. See, I... Even if I was clothed, this would be something that would creep me out, too. It's just like, I don't really want to go into a lake where... You can't see in the water. A bunch of people were murdered not that far away five years ago. I mean, it's just... I'm just not that down with being in the water by myself, you know, at this time of night. Look at how this girl in the purple shirt here... Well, we can't see her now because the other girl's in the way, but... the way, Like, just the way that she, like, looks at the dude... 
in the red jersey. She just loves him so much. Yeah. What's not to love, though? He seems like a cool guy. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, I like this girl in the purple shirt. She's super cute. Yeah, I think so, too. What is this that they're getting into? Yeah, it's like the it's like a real early version of some sort of handheld game, oh, like no. handheld football, handheld hockey or something. Yeah, another time. It was another time. Oh boy, she's being real cute right now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, meanwhile, the girl's skinny dipping, literally like breaching like a whale, popping up out of the water so we can see her boobs. Yeah. <laughs> a little over dramatic. This okay, guy's so having a me too moment now. He's tell, gonna steal her clothes. Yes. Uh, although we can tell it's not Jason's hand. No, you this know, is so like the know, one douchebag guy. Right. So did he, oh is it that like redhead dude or did he? No, it's that dude that w- that shot her in the butt with the oh, right. slingshot. Yeah, yeah. They've been like flirting with each other. Good True. lord. Yeah, yeah, honey, that's the risk you take when you just get in there nude. Now where are your clothes at? Yeah, it is a risk. But she's kind of okay with giving this guy. This guy yeah, this guy. Show, right? Oh man, I forget who that guy is. I feel like that it. guy is definitely is in stuff. Yeah, I guess. Uh, so these two have had like this ongoing flirtation throughout this movie, and she's just you know okay with wherever this is headed. But I don't know. It is strange. Yeah, I mean that that guy he he played um his name's Russell Todd. I mean, he oh, was no, in a like rope trap. Yeah, he gets strung up in a tree. I mean, he was in like other stuff in the 80s, but nothing like Yeah. I don't know. I like he how just, she I guess just like, like one of those managed faces. to get a shirt on. Oh, he's got it still. That's why. Yeah. So uh, she's she's going to leave him strung up in the tree. Come on, Terry, give me a break. You going to cut the crap? Yeah. What's your opinion of the dialogue in this movie? Not great. Yeah. But, you know, it gets the job done. It's true. She's not really that upset at this guy who's been basically sexually harassing her right. the whole movie. She's like, all right, I'm going to get something to cut you down. Yeah. There actually is like a pretty sweet kill here, isn't there, Where with like a harpoon gun, I believe, right? Could be. Could be. I do remember the sequence. I don't remember how it ends. Well, okay, so now Terry has gone back to the cabin. She's looking for someone to cut that guy down who stole her clothes and now is hanging upside down. I guess Jason set that trap. I, I don't really know who else would have. Yeah. Yeah, Jason. So by the time she gets back, this guy's going to be dead. And I believe she gets shot with a harpoon gun. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember the guy in the wheelchair going backwards down at like a big flight of steps. Yeah, remember I that? do love that he has like a wide variety uh, of killing options in this. Why movie. would they have a harpoon gun? Oh boy, there's the machete though. Oh no, he used the wrong side of it to, to cut the guy's throat. throat. Yeah, that seemed weird. It's like a double-edged one. I don't yeah. What is she looking for? I don't know, but it feels like the She's looking for is... her machete. <laughs> She's like, I was going to use a machete to cut him down. I can't find it. Right. It does feel like this sequence goes on like a little too long, though. Oh, she's got a pocket knife. All okay. right. That should do the trick. I mean, what, she's going to be cutting that rope for the next fucking 20 minutes? Yeah. Well, good thing she doesn't need to. 
Oh, boy. Oof. Scott, I'm going to cut you down. Oh, no, you're dead. <laughs> That'd be funny if that was the dialogue. She's like, oh, you're dead. So what would your reaction be at this point? <laughs> oh, man, I completely forgot about this. A lot of shots of this band in this bar. Rocking How out. short of a... You said 60 pages. I don't think this script was 60 yeah, pages. Yeah, I, I think this script was like 30 pages. That's and they're it. like, fill it up. Fill it up with a lot of stuff. Jeff Healy band playing, by the way. <laughs> we need flashbacks. Right. We need band footage. <laughs> we need a chase in the woods yeah. of the cop on foot that goes on for 10 minutes. Right. Now, where are all these people coming from? I mean, how can... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this must be like one of those busy country bars that attracts from like all areas. People are like driving 45 minutes to an hour to yeah. get to this place. Dr- drunk driving all over the place. <laughs> Best country bar in the Tri-County area. A lot of full flavor Budweiser's being drank, which I'm kind of a fan of. Is that what those are? I think so. Yeah, just regular Budweiser. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um and then there's some Heineken's, and then I don't know what those other green bottles are. Oh, I thought you were talking about the green bottles. Oh, no, no. Because it looked she, like there were so many green bottles. She had a shitload of regular Budweiser's just on her tray. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this, unfortunately, is all too relatable for me, this kind of scene that they're hanging out here. I've had some nights. Yeah. It's been a long time at this point, but... Oh, a boy, boy beast running around yeah. Crystal. <laughs> Ginny's the only one who thinks that the Jason story could be real. Of course, she's the one that's going to have to save the well, day. Shut the up, Ginny. That was just some story. Oh, no. A frightened retard, it yeah. says. Do you think that would play well today? <laughs> it's playing well right now for yeah. me. Oh, boy. Wow, that was it, that was nuts Way to, to see that written. Casually in the, throw that out there. In the subtitles. <laughs> And she's supposed to be this sympathetic character. She didn't even mean it like as like a bad thing. It was right. just like she was saying, "What about this guy? If he survived out there in the woods, a frightened retard?" That's what the boy said back to her, right? Or she said that? No, she said it. Okay. I don't know. I can't tell. Yeah, it's because, hard. Because we're, we can't actually hear them. We're right. just reading the words. Yeah. And if we had any sense of memory of what happened in this Yeah, movie. maybe it was one of the dudes and she didn't say that. Yeah. I mean, I understand that it was, you know, a little bit more in common usage during this time. A little said, bit more? Okay. There, No one would have thought twice about saying really? it in 1981. Yeah. What? People didn't think twice about saying it 10 years ago. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Believe me, not, again, 1981, sweetheart. it wouldn't even have registered that that, that 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 was offensive in any way. Like, how fucked up are these all? Are these people all getting? A lot of blondes yeah. in this movie. Men and women. <laughs> Jason's a legend, Jenny. A, a legend. legend. <laughs> I thought more of them went to the bar. Where are the rest of them? It's just like three well, of them. It's hard to there. tell. I mean, there's a million people at the bar. <laughs> we can lose some of our characters. By the way, I don't know what I am. I'm super like. disappointed because I'm pretty sure this purple shirt girl here, we're back at the camp now. I'm pretty sure we don't see her nude purple shirt. Okay. Well, that's disappointing. But uh, There's probably less nudity in this movie just because they had to cut this girl's Sandra's nudity out completely, obviously. Yeah, I'm for assuming good reason. <laughs> all of these people that were left back behind are all going to be killed pretty soon here, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before everyone else gets These back. two get killed at the same time, and it's their... We're talking about Sandra and then that her boyfriend. They, That was the scene that had to get trimmed because it was so right, violent. Right, right. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, purple shirt. Yeah. Asking about the chair now. Motorcycle accident. Oh, Is it no. permanent? Asking about his paralyzed legs if it's permanent. Well... Listen, there's been some uh, some good stories. In 1981, I'm thinking it was pretty Holy permanent. shit. She's just going all out. She's like, just your legs, everything else, okay? Oh, no. She is thirsty. Yeah. Okay. She's like in a... She's, like, she's blazing a dupe. Right. <laughs> it's like this huge joint. Yeah. <laughs> she rolled that herself. This movie's wild. Is that a harmonica? Yeah, which seems super annoying. This guy thinks he's like Tom Waits or something with his hat. I know. He does stink. <laughs> There's well, just some interesting cuts of all the clothes going on. Obviously, like this guy's wearing his like, you know, tank top or whatever. I, I mean, the girl wearing that shirt that was like cut off like just below the boobs was yeah. like insane. Right. Well, she's the one that... Right. I guess she, she didn't get killed with the harpoon gun because we just didn't even see it. Well, it could still happen, right? I don't know. It seems like that was forever ago. It does. When that was happening. So here we go with this girl that, you know, you had that big reveal about. So I'm assuming. Would these two just fuck already? Yeah. Purple shirt and the wheelchair guy? I mean, they're like all over each other. When I was on my own watching this, I, I don't remember this whole sequence like dragging on this long. But I, most of my memory was like back at the bar. Where, like, the action was happening, you know? <laughs> no Jason. Just, like, people having a good time. Just jamming out to some right. backwoods New Jersey band. Yeah. Woody Harrelson's there getting them to come over to his fight club. <laughs> They're driving over to Pittsburgh in 15 minutes. <laughs> wow, that's a reference. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming no one's actually listening to this, so okay. who cares? Yeah. We can make all the obscure references we've always wanted. <laughs> Yeah, turkey. I, I actually don't think this was the best okay. in the series as far as uh, nudity was concerned. But <laughs> okay. I I picked it because it was, you know, it was closest to the beginning without it being the first one. And I didn't want to do the one with Mrs. Voorhees. I wanted it to be a Jason one. I get it. And it feels like we could watch this and have some fun with it. Um, you know, I don't think we've quite gotten there, but. Ooh. Yeah. Whew. Okay. Yeah. Um. Interesting. <laughs> We're like stunned into silence right now. Oh, I'm sure I definitely was like breaking that down frame by frame. <laughs> yeah, people can probably figure out what you're alluding to that aren't watching. <laughs> the uh, the only one out of the okay. So obviously, once you get to Jason Takes Manhattan, it turns into like real garbage. Except for the remake or the reboot or whatever, the 2009 one, which is not bad at all, really. There's so many of these oh movies that I haven't seen, man. You know, I've seen. But the, the only first like one, really terrible one. one, I think, is the fifth one. Oh, wow. Because it's not actually Jason. It's like this whole other stupid thing about like. What about Jason X? You don't think that's terrible? No, no, no. I said, once you get to eight, they're oh, garbage. Gotcha. But I'm talking about out of the first seven right, before right, you get I'm to Takes now. Manhattan. Yeah. 
like one through seven they're all essentially the same like i said except for five which i think is like kind of shitty yeah i did watch three before that was the one that they did in 3d right yeah so three is the one where he also has a sack on his head for a while and then i think he he gets the mask at some point in the movie okay i know there's a lot of like barn material in that one this brunette is really cute i do like her yeah um, I'm have a bad feeling of where it's headed for her here shortly. Yeah, well, it's gonna head there for everyone except for Ginny. I that's think that's true. Ginny and a certain uh, boyfriend, actually, right? Oh, well, really? Well, I think I think one of the dudes survives un- like until the end. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I wish I knew all the characters' names, but I, I think it's probably pretty irrelevant. <laughs> I feel like you're probably right about that. It's starting to rain. I swear to God, there was a harpoon involved at wow, some that point in this movie. Terrible! That was like the Undertaker is about to come out. You know, <laughs> Vicky was purple shirt. Who's gonna? Yeah. Who wants to fuck the wheelchair? I was guy. a Vicky fan. Okay. Yeah, I know this guy goes backwards down a flight of steps here in the rain. Yeah. That's an iconic Friday the Thirteenth moment. You see that in all of the Friday the Thirteenth montages. Okay. In like you know. Every five seconds in Crystal Lake Memories, you know, the the giant uh, documentary about the whole series or whatever. So, um, did you see, when did they bring Friday the 13th back? Like, uh, 2009 or something? Yeah, which I just said, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, you know I only listen to you like half the time. Right. Um, But that was an interesting one because I remember that, wasn't it like Willa Ford was in that movie? Yeah. Like, one-hit wonder, Willa Ford. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's topless. Yeah, which is kind of nuts. Here we go. Oh, yeah, that's right. That is he has a machete in wow. the head going backwards down the flight of steps. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Lord. Oh, okay, and then we just cut back to these two. That kind of took me a second to figure out what was going on. She's just sucking on his Adam's apple. That's, like, real odd But looking. it is, like, a weird thing to just have, like, a... Uh, short-lived pop star who had like one hit disappear for nine years or whatever and then just show up in a movie and be topless she was trying to get it going it's not a normal uh paris hilton was in house of wax remake i mean it was just a it was a different time (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know the house of wax remake was probably like what five years before that even did you yeah that was like 2004 i think did you see that in the theater yeah so did i people cheered when she got killed oh yeah <laughs> it was it was i mean granted you know paris hilton is annoying and i don't really i mean who would like her but i mean it still was kind of lame that people were cheering i was just like ugh. yeah it's like come on you want to know what's weird i like i don't even i didn't even know who paris hilton was like until like until house of wax <laughs> just about like right around you're that like time. oh that girl from house of wax yeah like i remember being news that she was going to be in it and i was like who is that I, and like I, the sex tape thing was kind of like right around that time too. I think I knew who she was before the sex tape, but only because I, I read some article about her and her sister, and then they did some like thing on E about them. Oh, here's these two getting killed. It goes all the way through both of them. Yeah, which that's isn't that kind of like what happens to Kevin Bacon in the first movie? Yeah, except it's, it's up from below and it's yeah. through the throat. But yeah. I looked up. Okay, so the thing about the remake, we we should we got lost on Paris. Okay, but sorry. the thing about the remake is, the way they handle the whole backstory is perfect. They set up, 
an entire movie essentially as the opening scene. He shows up, yeah, he right. kills a bunch of people. Yeah. There's that whole one survivor. Is like 40 minutes long, right? And it leads into it's actually the girl who plays Seth's mom's sister, Haley. It's like Aunt Haley is the girl that he like captures and keeps her underground. Uh are you talk when you say Seth's mom's sister, you're talking about the OC? Who else would I be talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to say it, but I know it. <laughs> Yeah, who? What other? Mom, remember, it wasn't Aunt Haley, the young yeah, hot yeah, sister. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, listen, I knew the reference. I just she's I in it. She's the chick that's like she's some, and then like her brother is like looking for. Her. Yeah, and it's um, What's I don't know, one face? of the from Supernatural. Yeah. And there's like incredible nudity in that movie. Besides, even Willa Ford. Wow. That yeah. other girl who does the sex scene. And then they did do a Friday the. 13th oh, she's still alive too, here, Vicky. Right? Like they did like a you know Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. No, they didn't. That? No, they they stopped. Even though, I mean, say what you want about Michael Bay, but his company that did the horror remakes, they were pretty decent. Because I thought the Jessica Biel Texas Chainsaw Massacre was good too. I liked it. I saw that in the theater. And that one got a couple. That got like a prequel and all that other shit. But like, dude, I don't know. It, like two thousand four, two thousand five. I feel like I somehow saw so many fucking movies. I'm sure you did. Like, I, I know I did. Just like the one girl who I dated for probably like nine months or something. But I feel like we saw like every fucking movie that came out <laughs> like over that span. Yeah. So like the Devil's Rejects was around that time too. Right. Um, I, I think we talked about it before. Like either like The Grudge or The Ring Two were right around then. Mm-hmm. Saw. Man, a lot of horror movies. Horror yeah. was very big last decade. Absolutely. Oh, there he is. Yeah, He's yeah. only got one eye hole. Oh, wow. The rare just like slash of the leg. He was just laying with Sandra's dead body. I mean, Jason is huge. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he gets real huge in some of the other movies. Oh, too. I know. And he, some of the other ones are great because he'll just like explode through a door. Like the right. door will just explode as yeah. he walks through it. There is some interesting camera work in this one. I mean, it is just like a lot of point of view shots from, you know, Jason's point of view. Yeah. Counselor Training Center. Okay. Maybe this is making sense now. Is it? No. Does that make sense? There's a counselor training center? (laughs) How much training is going on So, nearly not that many of them went to the bar, it seems like. I thought that there was two vehicles. Well, where's the other one? Well, they left. I know they said goodbye to the other guy at the bar, so... You know, <laughs> they just left them. Some there. of the people are going to be partying like annoying. well into the night. Wow, it's just pouring. Yeah. Nice night, yeah, for a duck. Oof. <laughs> but yeah, the way they did it was great in the in the remake. I thought that was smart, and I, I, I'm pretty sure either LeBron James or Blumhouse or somebody owns Friday the Thirteenth now. Okay. Wow. And there's oh, there's always talk of like it's they're rebooting back. it. Listen, this stuff is never over. No, there will be more Friday the Thirteenth, of course, eventually. But it's just a matter of who owns it at the moment. I will say that we saw the trailer for the new Blumhouse Black Christmas. Oh yeah. And it looked not fucking great. ridiculous. Right. And yet I definitely want to see I'm it because Imogen Poots in. is in it. Yeah. Babe Orama. <laughs> but it looked terrible. I right. I mean I you know, I'm not like a hundred percent against Blumhouse, although it does seem like now, this is quite a scene. Yeah. 
Just showing up in this bed is like covered. He's in like, uh, I feel like, the, are they underselling this or is this just me? I mean, well, it's he like, thinks like, oh, beware of bears. Right. Somebody's like on their <laughs> exactly. period. We're back it's a bed the, full like, of blood. Jokes. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know. You were saying Blumhouse. Yeah, I'm not for or against them. Yeah, it's fine. even though I mean they're like fifty fifty really. Right. I didn't really think that like the new Halloween was amazing, but it was okay. Yeah, and they're doing two more, so <laughs> yeah. We're in for at least the next one and the third one. Yeah, I mean, I'll def- I'll see any Halloween movie from now right. till forever that comes out. I mean, that's just going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I wish they would get back to their roots though and show some nudity. So uh, are we kind of leading into like our final show? Oh yeah, this is this almost is it, over. Right? Like this is kind of like <laughs> our final action sequence. I mean, you're just like Oh, there he is. There's someone in this fucking room. Now, yeah, this guy, yeah, now Jason does not look that big. Yeah, this guy's actually like a decent match for Jason. He's just like, I, I can take this guy. Yeah, that'd be funny They're if like, like in like a full on wrestling match now. Yeah, that'd be funny if this guy was like I love trained that, in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu yeah. and he just choked Jason out right. <laughs> immediately. I love that Ginny is just like, yeah, not helping at all. Yeah, just completely useless. She's like, I'm going to go back to the bar and get help. He's like, down being strangled. I mean, okay. If Ginny was like your typical scared female character in one of these movies, then I mean, okay, that's fine. But she's okay. already been proven to be like kind of tough and fast and athletic and kind of a badass a little bit. I mean, sure. it, she hasn't been in the movie a ton. I mean, the movie's not that long. Right. And then, of course, over the next like 10 minutes here, now in the climax of the film, she's going to prove to be a a pretty good match to fight off Jason and, and you know. So yeah. the fact that she just stood there and Refused let her boyfriend to, get yeah. his ass beat and did nothing. I guess she's just not that big of a fan. Oh, that was a legitimate jump yeah, for me. Right. That was good. Yeah. Anytime that, like, out of nowhere they bust through a window. And you knew it was coming, too. It's oh, like, yeah. Obviously, this is what's going to happen. Yeah, it's I still jumped a little. Which, like, you know, the logic there doesn't even really make sense to me. So she's holding the door closed, and she sees the window is just barely cracked a little bit. And she's like, if well, I, I think she was going to try to get out the window. Oh, I thought she was trying to shut it. No, no, no. Okay. I think she was going to try to jump out the window. All right, all right. I get it now. I'm a little slow sometimes, but if I have. Now she doesn't know uh, what to do. She thought about this window, to, and now she's thinking, is he going to do it again? Mansplain it to me. I can usually get in line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mansplain slasher movies on the side. That's right. So, yeah, I, I it's like. You know, they have this camp counselor training ground where we're introduced with all these. So that. Okay. Well, there's the so drifter. He, he put the drifter in the pantry. For uh, some reason. That's where he put him. I guess um, Jason thinks ahead. He's like, I can't leave these bodies out where people will see them because then they'll know. I got to yeah. spring my attack for later. Exactly. So she made it outside. Now she's getting into the car here. Of course, it probably won't start or whatever. They really like lower the stakes of this movie when they're just like. Let's introduce all these camp counselor characters and then remove 60% of them, you know, from the situation. And yeah. then we'll just kill whoever's left. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he ultimately doesn't kill a lot of them because... They aren't there. Yeah, they just went to the bar and yeah. never came back, so I guess. So the lesson is, you know, go live it up at the bar. Well, yeah, it, it begs the question, like, why would they... 
introduce that many characters if it you is knew weird. you weren't going to have time to kill them all off. Yeah. It I doesn't mean, really make sense. There's no reason for those extra characters. Right. Wow. That was horrible. Yeah. Jason just went flying backwards. She just gets out and just starts beating his ass. <laughs> I've always like wanted that to happen in one oh, of these movies. Where she's just like, all right, fuck it. And she just starts punching Rolls him. up her sleeves. <laughs> Jason ends up crying. Yeah. He just like runs off into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, she was mean. Yeah. So, I don't know. This kind of like drags on too. What are some of your favorite slasher movies? Or horror that is in the same kind of genre. I mean, I've said it before on this show. I mean, I think Halloween, the original Halloween is like by far my favorite. Yeah, that's the blueprint for all slasher movies. Nothing really even comes close. Yeah, for me, I mean, Halloween like transcends the horror genre for just like all time great movies for me. Like when I think about like horror movies that are like my all time favorites. Halloween is right there, and, you know, it's not a slasher movie, but The Shining, too. Yeah. I guess it just depends on what counts, because, you know, we did Alien earlier this year. True. If that counts as a horror movie, that's pretty great. Yeah, absolutely. Halloween is not the first slasher film, but it is, like, the definitive one. What's your favorite horror sequel? See, I was considering that as a potential give us a second for Greatest October, but I oh, figured wow. it would be kind of too hard to to really encompass everything. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Halloween 3. Same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That is tough. I like Pet Cemetery 2 because it's so cheesy and campy. I, well, you know, I was I never... I love Ginger Snaps 2 and 3. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I was never... This was never on my radar until we did it for the show, but I, I certainly have grown to have a an appreciation for psycho 2 yeah psycho 2 is way i mean we talked about it when we did it but it's just way better than you would ever imagine right (laughs) it's such a competent well-made movie that you're like yeah i can't believe this is what the sequel to psycho is because you would just assume it's terrible because you never hear about it right so why would it be any good and it's you know it's not as revolutionary as the first one or anything like that but it's just it's kind of in the same vein as these slasher movies, except it's way better than like this. <laughs> well, Friday absolutely. the 13th Part 2. Favorite uh, reboot of a horror movie? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, There's you know, there's a few really good reboots. Right. You know, that Texas Chainsaw Massacre one with Jessica Biel, I, I mean, that's up there in consideration for me. Yeah. I haven't I, watched it in years, but I did really like that when it came out. Yeah, I love the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and you really can't, recapture what that movie's like especially when it came out and it predates like found footage style movies so it it feels real in a weird way because it's so grainy and grimy oh i I love so they just redid it in kind of a slick hollywood way but they remade it really well plus i mean jessica biel was just unreal at that moment in time yeah I, i love that whole uh texas chainsaw massacre like fake beginning of like yeah you know we're that's like john larroquette yeah. i think doing the narration or something oh, like really? that that's yeah. awesome that's really weird yeah um friday the 13th remake is pretty good yeah 
the Amityville Horror is probably better than oh, the yeah. original. The, the Ryan Reynolds one. Yeah, the original Amityville the way, ha- Horror kind of sucks. I but swear that's another movie that came out around 2004, Yeah, it probably did. Chloe it's Grace like, Moretz is in that. She's like a little, like oh, a little wow. child. Holy shit, I did not realize that was her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's, she's like the one that's walking on the roof, remember? Yep. Wow. It's been a long time since I've seen that. But yeah, I did enjoy that. Yeah, that's actually, like I said, that's probably legitimately better than the original. Wow. Which is not really like a great movie. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what other ones even come to mind for. Well, the, the Nightmare movie. on Elm Street one kind of sucks, even though I like Rooney Mara. Okay, yeah. I mean, it's Fair just not, it's just not really that good. No, I agree with that. Um, I love she just smashes Jason over the back <laughs> with a wooden chair. <laughs> she puts him in the camel clutch. Right. Yeah. Fuck, fucks his ass, <laughs> makes, makes him, him humble. humble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm probably one of the few people out there that would defend the Carrie remake with Chloe Grace Moretz. I wouldn't say it's my favorite horror remake, but I, I, I actually kind of liked it. Yeah. Um, I thought it was decent. Pet Cemetery I- remake sucked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we talked in private text messages about our feelings about the entire It Chapter 1 and Chapter oh, 2. Oh, that's true, yeah. Not the biggest fans out there of those. Right. I mean, I still go. I mean, back they're nowhere to, near as terrible as the Pet Cemetery right. one. But I, I, for it, Chapter One and Chapter Two, I, I I maintain that, you know, some of the stuff is pretty good, but there's some stuff yeah. that's really bad. Yeah, and Chapter One is way better than absolutely. Two. They did the stuff with the kids a lot better than Two the was kind of a mess in, in a lot of ways. There was no. I, I was fine with the runtime if they would have used it well, but for the material the they had, they didn't need throwaway. it. Didn't need to be two hours and forty five minutes with that material. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, you know, I was talking to Lindsay about it afterwards and talking about some of the scenes that I liked, and I was saying like it's almost too bad that the like Jessica Chastain like Bev like returning to the her old house and having the scene with the old woman. Yeah. Like that, it was used so much in the trailer because that was like really well done. But she was like, I didn't, because, you know. It was up until, like, the last little part of it. I thought once it, once that thing revealed itself, I thought it looked really cheesy. That was stupid. And fake looking. I was like, that's dumb. Right. But the, you know, the build up to it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're like. Well, they probably used it because they knew it was the best thing that, one of the best things they had. Right. And so. uh, I actually liked the fortune cookie scene. Yeah, I did too. Because in the TV miniseries, that uh, that comes off as like really cheesy and hokey, right? And they were able to make it look kind of cool. Yeah, but yeah, it, it was. Mo- it's never about the effects. I think people are always like, "Well, the original, the effects are so bad. It's the ending sucks. It's so cheesy." It's like that. That, that has no impact on what whether I think the miniseries is good versus the the two new movies. Of course, the two new movies look a thousand times better. I mean, they have yeah. huge millions and millions of dollar budgets. Oh, it's absolutely. about the character development. It's about the story. It's about the pacing. So now, okay, Ginny so, is yeah, in Jason's house here, pretending about... to be his mother. This is like the just wanted weird... to shout out like Piranha was a good remake. <laughs> <laughs> there was one other one I was just thinking of too. Oh, I forget what it I was. I did want now. to talk about this, though, even when I was watching this the other day. Like, this is like that weird angle that they start kind of playing within the Halloween movies, too, where, like. Right. I yeah, you know, can convince like, him that, like. Yeah. Some... So she's pretend she's put on Jason's mother's sweater here, and she's pretending to be Jason's mother. They actually brought Betsy Palmer back in to film some of this stuff. I think she, she was like, I agreed to do it because I didn't think anybody would see this movie. They're like, some people saw. <laughs> 
the original. Well, once she once it became a hit, I yeah, mean, she was, she was like, all right, well, right. she didn't really expect them to ask her back since her character was decapitated. Yeah, yeah. But then she forgot to film this new stuff here. They're intercutting between Jenny. How bad do you think that sweater is that she that she threw on? How bad do you think that smells? I'm thinking not good. But this to me is just like, listen, it's a slasher film. There's a bunch of throwaway stuff in this, but like, how dumb is this? That she's just like telling him to kneel down. <laughs> yeah. Because she's wearing a sweater. Up, oh, she moved out of the way, and now the decapitated head. He knows it's not her. Mm. He blocks. Oh, that looks like it would really Such hurt. Such an unnatural oh, slash. Here comes motion. this guy. He's back in the action. Yeah. We saw the one girl dead laying over there. He's been taking some of the bodies back here. He's probably like Ted Bundy and has sex with some of these corpses, <laughs> I would imagine. Uh, this whole shed crashing down. They on never top really of get into now. like the real fucked up stuff that serial killers do in these type of movies. I guess people can't handle that kind of shit. Certainly not. Like I the know real I can. dark truths. Right. I mean, what do you think they're just killing people for fun? Yeah, that's the stuff that you tell me about that I'm just like, oh man, I can't. Hey, what do this. you think you brought this girl's body back here for? Oh no. <laughs> that's the other thing about the it. Uh, it's like some neon demon twisted stuff going on here. Yeah, that's the other thing about the it, the new ones that just annoys me a little bit. Like, as we're like, as I'm talking over the climactic moment when she just <laughs> yeah. chops Jason through his shoulder there, almost okay. into his heart. It's so deep. Here's one of many Jason deaths. Look at her face. She looks like Anna Ferris. Yeah, she does. <laughs> just in disbelief. She's like, oh, I should All take right, I that. think I did it. I did it. I love how they like once they think they kill some like this unkillable machine that they just are like, all right, come on, let's go. Right. <laughs> they like just cut its head off, like destroy it. Light Don't... him on fire. Oh, Why no. is she taking the mask off? Just to reveal that it is Jason's part. mom again. Oh no! They don't show it, do they? I don't remember. This she part. took the mask off, like the sack. Oh. And they're and, just like yeah, the they're horror. Like, yeah, they're like, oh, man. It's like if somebody pulled a mask off me right now. He's like, <laughs> it is a frightened retard. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. No, but the other thing. Okay, so just to finish my thought on sure. it here as we're wrapping this movie up, it's coming to an ending here. There's going to be one last jump scare just like the first movie. Yeah, but I think we're good. We've sort of used up all the material that we could for this movie. So, like, I felt the same way that I felt about the first one, which was... It ultimately ends up feeling like an R-rated movie for kids. Like, they just yes. won't go to that extra, like, fucked up, really dark level. And you're like, well, maybe they don't need to or whatever, but it's just weird to me that you're going to be like, well, let's make these movies rated R so that they can, like, yell fuck a bunch of times or whatever. Okay. But they don't really explore the R-rated space, if you know what I mean. Now, I guess, like, not everyone wants to make, like, a Lars Venture movie, and it's, like, really dark oh, sure. and, like, horrifying. Yeah. But... <laughs> that might not appeal to the mainstream. Yeah, either. you remember some of those passages I read from the actual I novel do, yes. back it's on It's hard the for me to show. forget. I'm actually excited to get to that part of the uh, audiobook. <laughs> yeah, here's Stephen Weber reading that stuff right. out loud. Yeah, it's just, not that they need to do all that shit, but, like, to even, like, hint at it a little bit, like, that scene that you were talking about where Bev goes back to her childhood house... And there's the old woman there that is really ultimately Pennywise. It's not yes. Mrs. Kirsch or whatever. And in the movie, it turns into like this weird giant like woman that's nude, right. that's like chasing her or whatever. 
but in the book it morphs into her father which it does in the miniseries if you remember it's like a combination i do yeah and i read some of the fucked up shit that pennywise as her father says on this show on this show back when we did the miniseries but they don't need to say all that shit verbatim that's like her imdb picture right there by the way and but they could at least touch on it a little bit right i mean they could get into a little bit of the darkness just like true because then even in like a subtle way to like allude to it they it seemed like they were trying to allude that like her father like molested her or something but i don't know they could never really oh muffin back in the muffin's still alive up here he comes through the window oh no Yeah. Or. Yeah, no. You're no, right. I think this dude gets killed, right? Uh, No, I was thinking he just comes right behind her and kills her, and that's like the end. Oh, she gets killed? I think he. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. It's like literally looking in a mirror. Yeah, absolutely. That doesn't even look like the same guy. Right. That's sort of. You're not used to seeing Jason with long hair, right? Or do they do the long hair in some of the other movies? well he ends up with like a lot less hair yeah there might be like long strands but oh he's taking her somewhere okay he's got plans for her jenny yeah Yeah. i mean they other than adrian king and betsy palmer who appeared in the first one and two they i believe stopped doing that right or maybe maybe jenny is at the beginning of three i can't even remember i couldn't tell you we should probably wrap up whatever thoughts we have as this movie. So yeah, it looked like she was abducted in that last scare, and then all of a sudden it cuts to like daylight, and she's being taken away in an ambulance. So obviously, not real. Either not real, or we don't know what the deal is there. Yeah. Now we're back in the woods. For His, some reason, a bunch of candles lit. Yeah, around the decapitated head. That one chick who wore like half a shirt is still laying there dead. Oh no. Does this thing like pop its eyes, open, eyes or open? I think I kept. I feel like I kept expecting that to happen. And then, yeah, no, yeah. it's just like a freeze frame, credits. Yeah. Okay. So this is probably our worst episode? episode ever. I think so. But although I'm not even convinced that it's our worst audio commentary. Here's the deal: if we wouldn't have done this Friday bonus for Friday the Thirteenth, then there would have just been no episode yeah. at all this upcoming weekend. Although some people are like. Sometimes none is better. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, but we'll get back to like regular life bonus as usual. Episodes, yeah, next weekend with a regular episode, and then right. we're going to be gearing up for the greatest October. We have a huge yeah month well, planned with lots of good stuff. Yeah, so we're I haven't really been teasing it as much as I'm used to doing. You know, in the months of like April, but. <laughs> I am very excited about October this year. I think you know we've got some good stuff, and we'll we'll have some fun with we it. We definitely have some heavy hitters in the horror genre, for sure. Plus a few weird things and different stuff, and it'll be great. Absolutely. Should we wrap this up? Yeah. Thanks for listening to Friday Bonus Number Two. As I explained in in Bonus Number One, this is the time to do audio commentaries and things You're that right. aren't going to be that great. <laughs> this is our dumping grounds Absolutely. for our weird ideas yes, or whatever. That's a good point. You did warn about that. It had long been an idea to do a Friday the 13th commentary on Friday the 13th. So September had one this year. Perfect timing. (laughs) Yes, certainly a a long time idea for one of us. (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
But anyway, thanks for listening. Follow yep. the show on Twitter at Greatest Pod. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Podbean, all that good stuff. If you're going to tell your friends about the show, I would say maybe steer clear of this one. Please. <laughs> maybe recommend one of the real episodes. Yeah, yeah. Or Friday Bonus Number 1, which actually was like a real episode except really long. Okay. Yeah. I still think Wish Upon a Star might be our greatest thing. I'm not backing sure. off that. Try to find a good one to tell somebody to listen to. Not this one. Sure. Or any right. of the other audio commentaries. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we won't ever do another one. I don't know. I feel like I've tried to talk you out of that a few times, and uh, you, you you get it set that one of these times it's going to work. Well, it all depends. If we stop doing the show in the next few months, then yeah, we probably won't do another one. If, we, if we're still doing this at like episode... In our know, 70s. 250, then yeah. I'm sure we'll, get, we'll come back around. We'll all convince right. ourselves it could be good. One more time. All right. So if you made it this far, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.
Hi, my name is Zach Galifianakis. Welcome to another edition of Between Two Ferns. My guest today is Jerry Seinfeld. Really thrilled to be here. Seems like everyone from the Seinfeld cast has gone on to do, you know, great, uh, wonderful stuff. Uh, Elaine is on Veep, an Emmy Award winner, and Kramer did that great stand-up bit. 